how to distinguish within us what's soul, what's self, what's truth, what's ego, and how to live, how to live from that. There's, there's many, many practices of this. I mean, this is really what the depth and breadth of the spiritual tradition is about. So in volumes of Vedas, in epics, I mean, in all of the, the works that you could call scripture, the core fundamental teaching, of course, is you are soul. You are not body. You are soul. The rest is illusion. But even that, it's not you are soul, separate soul. It's actually there is just soul. So it's not, well, I'm a soul, not the body, and that soul is separate from your soul. I mean, so on the most outer layer, the most superficial layer of truth, what in many cases they call illusion, but we'll just call it our most outer layer of truth, I'm this body. I go a step deeper into truth. I'm not the body, I'm the soul, the individual soul, what we call jivatma. But there's actually another layer to go in which there's nothing but soul. And so in fact, interestingly, when we go through the question of God and gods, and in Hinduism, is it a, you know, a polytheistic tradition of many gods? And then, of course, we say, no, of course not. It's a monotheistic tradition. There's only one God. But even a step deeper than that is, there's nothing but God. So it's not even a matter of just there is one God, and that one God is, you know, somewhere but there's actually nothing but God. So the ultimate truth is not just I'm not this body, I'm my individual soul, but even a step beyond that, which is this soul isn't even individual. There's a beautiful quotation by Thich Nhat Hanh, the... the beautiful Buddhist sage who says enlightenment is when the wave realizes it's the ocean. Enlightenment is when the wave realizes it's the ocean. So if you think of an ocean as infinite, absolutely infinite, well, what we are are the waveforms. The most out superficial level is body, individual form. Yeah, this one's tall, this one's short, this one's long, this one's this one was a good, you know, good one to surf on, this one not such a good one to surf on. But ultimately the truth is those waveforms, it's not that they're an illusion. I mean, yes, ocean goes up, but they're not the highest truth. The highest truth is just ocean. 
take a, a dropper into any wave, any wave. Fill it full of wave water. Look at that wave water under the microscope and what do you see? Ocean. So the truth of who I am is soul, is divine, thank you, is God. And the way to distinguish the rest from it, again, there's a lot of ways. I would say the simplest and broadest way is any impulse that we have, instinct we have, thought we have, feeling we have, that separates us in any way, that objectifies people, things, ourselves, is going to come from the ego. Because it's the ego that is attached to this body, this mind, this history, this personality that's separate from that body, that history, that personality. So anything that comes into your mind that's rooted in separation, so lust, greed, anger, right? These, these things are rooted in separation. I am angry at you. There could be nothing that separates us even more than that. Greed. I need more. Well, that means I'm over here as this separate being and I'm somehow lacking in something. So I need to grab more of something over there that is separate from me, bring it closer to me. So I'm separate. Lust. This being is an object that's going to bring me pleasure. We're separate. I need you, this form, to bring pleasure to this form. Separation. So that's, that's one way. Anything that's rooted in separation, you can be pretty sure is not coming from the soul. Anything that's rooted in oneness is coming from that place. There's the beautiful, beautiful meditation practice of Neti Neti, which is a really traditional practice that's taught of literally sitting and going layer by layer and saying, I am not my sorry. Well, okay, there's nobody who's going to argue with that. We can all get into that one. And then, well, I'm not my skin. A step deeper, I'm not my bones. A step deeper, I'm not my blood. And any time that you have any question about it, well, you think about it. So if I say, well, I'm not my blood. And if some voice in me says, am I, really? Well, you say, well, of course. I mean, I could donate a pint of blood and I haven't lost some of myself. I could get a blood transfusion. I haven't become someone else. My blood cells regenerate. Myself is still here. You go deeper and deeper. I'm not my organs. I'm not this. I'm not that. And then ultimately you get even to things like, I'm not my thoughts. And again, the reason that we know that is very clear scientifically. If I were my thoughts, well, even in that split moment, between thoughts, I would cease to exist. 
And if I ceased to exist, who was the one who was going to have the next thought? I'm not my mind. We understand how it works, chemical, electrical, patterns. Again, for me, science plays a great role here because what we know neurologically is that if you take a probe and you stimulate different areas of the brain, you actually can get people, and they do, they do this, they, they've done all of this research, you can actually get people to have stif- different emotions. So you can stimulate one part of the brain and suddenly make somebody giggle and stimulate a different part of the brain and make them really angry and stimulate somewhere else and make them sexually excited and stimulate somewhere else and make them all weepy. And so when you read studies and you learn that, you realize, well, my God. I mean, how many of us, when we're weepy, we feel like, oh, like that is me. This is my sadness. You know, I I am distressed. Or when we're angry, I am. And when we feel it in the core of our being. And then the minute that you realize that some guy with a metal probe can make you angry, suddenly it takes that weight out of it, becomes a little bit less me, and a little bit more a pattern of neural activity. But also, again, we realize I'm not my emotions because in between my emotions, I would cease to exist then. And if I cease to exist, well, who's the one who's going to be weepy? I mean, if after I was done being angry... I disappeared. Well, so who was going to be weepy next week? So we go through this item by item. And the other, of course, even more obvious way of doing it is saying, well, if we say my thoughts, they're not me. Anytime we're using a possessive pronoun, it's, it's mine. I own it. It belongs to me. Which, of course, by semantic definition means it's not me. If it belongs to me, it can't be me. And the more that we can focus on this and just keep doing these meditations, both in our eyes closed, darkened room meditation time, but also in our life, when we feel emotions come up, can you Can you ground yourself deeply in the breath and reconnect? Reconnect back to the self, back to the soul.